Well, we wanted to end our time together with just a picture of, you know, and Tom used the phrase of this time tomorrow. And uh, may this kind of, this is the beginning of our sending moment. And we want to give a, a concrete example of the way God's story is shaping someone in their Monday life. So I'm going to invite Kim Bailey to come up and she's going to share with us. Give her a hand. It's scary to come up here sometimes. Tom, you got a lot of stuff on here. That was, that was intimidating. Okay. Um, hopefully everyone can see now. So Kim, have a seat. Um, and if you've been around for a while, we do these, these are uh, this time tomorrow interviews. And uh, you're going to hear a little bit of, especially of the is and the can, if you, if you listen carefully. But uh, Kim, uh, we always start this with the same question. What will you be doing this time tomorrow? Um, so in addition to being a wife and a mother, I have two roles in my life. Um, one, I'm a marriage and family therapist and a trauma specialist, so that takes up a lot of my time. Um, and I was recently appointed by Governor Parson to the Missouri State Board of Education, so that takes up a lot of my time as well. So you can imagine that there's a lot of people trying to get a hold of me. <laughs> so this time tomorrow, I will be returning a lot of phone calls. So I might be talking to people like clients, um, superintendents, heads of education organizations, um, state legislators, congressmen. <laughs> so how much ibuprofen are you gonna take tomorrow? <laughs> so I'm not allowed to take ibuprofen because my bone is still healing. But <laughs> oh, that's right, that's right. <laughs> so uh, I might drink more coffee. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, so next question. Uh, maybe you can tell us a little bit of your story in this too. Where, where do you see God's work of restoration and what he's called you to do right now? Um, first, I want to thank Tom and you and, and just the leadership for this story um, and your teaching that has really brought a lot of restoration for me. So thank you for that. Um, restoration, I would say in therapy, I get a front row seat of watching God be a healer and uh, the ultimate counselor. Um, use this daily, um, daily. Uh, in education, I see a lot of people with realist or with idealistic solutions that don't address the is. So I get to use that a lot um, in that role as well. But personally in my own life, um, I'm sure as with everybody else, I've been knocked down quite a few times. Um, but just being able to see God's redemptive aspects through that, recognizing <clears throat> that um, there's nothing perfect, um, but it can always be better. Um, one of those aspects would be probably 10 years ago, uh, I was a stay-at-home mom homeschooling my children and thinking that I had no future after that because I, of the choices I had made. <laughs> and um, God has showed me that that was inaccurate thinking. So, um, <laughs> so I'm learning to trust him through that process. Okay, where have you seen brokenness? Uh, in, and you hinted at some of it a little bit. Yeah, where have you seen brokenness in those areas? Um, I would say um, I see a lot of brokenness in therapy. Anything from just daily brokenness, uh, just the, that we all experience daily, to pretty significant depths of depravity um, in terms of what people do to each other. Um, there's a lot of issues plaguing education as well. <laughs> so um, we, uh, I see a lot there. I, I would. But to be summative, I would say just across the board, um, the biggest brokenness I see is 
people's incapacity to do relationship well um, and how that's driven by just increasing levels of pride and unrepentance and just how that plays out in so many ugly ways. And just real quick, so how, how have you seen the can part of that story with that specific issue? Um, with the, yeah, the with relationship? This, yeah, increasing relational issues. Do you have a way you've seen I, the can? I do. Okay. I, I have several examples just from Friday. Um, so uh, I was sitting with a superintendent, and um, they were communicating some things. And so I explained, uh, this can be better if we move in this direction. If we are all fighting for our own position, it doesn't really go anywhere. But if we can move forward toward healthy solutions rather than just sit and fight each other, um, that can help us move. I didn't use the word redemptive, but I said yeah. in positive, mm -hmm. helpful That's good ways. translating, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna combine these two. So how, how do you seek rest in the midst of that, and how can your church be praying mm. for you? Um, so <clears throat> you had mentioned in the sermon last week about getting your loves in order. Um, I would say one of the biggest things that helps me have rest is, is getting my fears in order. So. Um, a lot of people, uh, whether it's a violent uh, client or pol politics, <laughs> it can get pretty ugly. Um, so just keeping that my fear of God is above anything else, um, that no matter what people do, he is still God. Um, so that brings me rest. I would say another thing that brings me rest is following him rather than fighting him. I've wasted a lot of energy going, no, no, we're going this way. And he's like, mm, nope, <laughs> we're going over here. Um, and then in practical ways, it's just um, taking moments. So whether it's between clients, taking a moment to just pray and refresh or heading down to Jeff City, I could be returning a lot of phone calls, um, but instead I use that time to just really prepare myself for what, what lies ahead. Speaking, so how can we pray for you? Oh, yes. Um, I would say... Uh, wisdom and discernment. I have a lot of people wanting my opinion and the weight of that responsibility <laughs> uh, plays heavy. I'd say creativity. Um, I need supernatural creativity. If there were easy solutions, they would have been found by now. Um, so creativity in uh, the things I'm needing to address. Um, protection um, and healing. <laughs> um, and then my husband wanted me to throw this one in. Um, Favor with God and with man for the glory, for his glory. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to pray for Kim here in just a second. But just really quick, is anyone here in the education uh, uh, field or government, education, government? Yeah, just, I just want to get a sense. We're going to pray for all you guys today. How about uh, mental health? Anyone here in mental health? All the mental health people, you afraid to raise your hand? I don't understand. <laughs> there we go. Thank you. Okay. Uh, we're going to pray for all of you. Uh, let's pray together. Father, thank you for these amazing vocations uh, represented in Kim. And I also, uh, uh, she's a wife and a mother as well. And we lift these to you uh, in the beauty of your story that we understand uh, through your word. And we pray in particular for Kim, uh, for wisdom, for favor, for redemptive imagination to really complex problems in a broken world. Give her incredible wisdom and favor in that. Uh, and above all those things, uh, Lord, we ask you continue to keep her fear of you, her awe of you as her guiding principle in all that she does.
Uh, we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Kim. Would you guys give her a quick hand?